Fox News isn't worried about millions losing insurance since, quote, we're all going to die. Florida is the worst state in the nation in every way, new rankings Naked say. man arrested at Planet Fitness site's judgment-free zone. Murder-free weekend to urged in bold. Stop making memes of our dead gorilla, Cincinnati Zoo pleads. Don't always believe what you read, because the real story is between the lines. Oh, we. Oh, it's good to be back. Oh, baby boy, oh. I just climbed out of bed. Now I'm in the studio shack, spitting out my sweet sounds. This goes out to all the ladies in Alameda County. How you guys doing? All right. This is Between the Lines, baby. It, I'm sorry. I thought this was that, that call-in show, uh, the, the love... The lo- Bubba the, the Love Sponge, where we videotape Hulk Hogan fucking? Yeah, that one. Yeah, that that was that was last recording, right? Or, or, yeah. Oh, wait, it's Hulk. Is the Hulk. Hey, is that the Hulkster outside? Is no, that the God, Hulkster I outside? hope it's not. I owe him 20 bucks. Hey, brother, where's my where's my fat twonsums? I'm sorry. Hey, brother, eat your vegetables and give me that $20. Brother. I don't have the $20, Hulk. I'm sorry. Uh, brother, I'm going to rail my wife right here while Bubba the Love Sponge... Gives me encouragement from the sidelines, brother. Is Bubba the Love Sponge like a SpongeBob character? I am. Yeah. So there's also the Bubba the Love Sponge who is not that, but the one I'm talking about is the SpongeBob character. Yes. He um. He's like saying he's a very sexual creature. Uh huh. Love Sponge. It's um. You know, uh, brother. You know the uh, that garbage island, trash island. The plastic beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Bubba the Love Sponge is, um, from a bunch of cummies that dripped out of that in the bikini bottom. Oh, so he's like a chud, but in the ocean, yeah, we instead call him of a, the sewers of Manhattan. Yeah, we call him a chub. <laughs> the B standing for bikini oh, bottom? Yeah, the B standing for bikini bottom. Hey, um, by the way, I just grabbed that 20 out of your wallet. I'm gonna, I gotta go, gotta go. Bye. No! Hulk, I wanted to talk to you. Damn, well... That's a disappointment. Ladies I know he is Hulk, a role model. Hulk Hogan was just in the studio, so... That's... But you know who is in the studio right now? Edward Matthew Chernetsky and Benton Charles Kreider. That's Ben's middle name. Or as I call him, Benton Charles Kreider. So, <laughs> this show is Between the Lines. This is Between the Lines. Welcome to Between the Lines. The world's first, best, best and only podcast starring Edward Matthew Chernetsky. And also starring Benton Charles Cryboy Kreider. Yeah, wow. Uh, that is the first time I've heard that. Definitely didn't get made fun of for being sensitive in elementary school. Did they call you Cryboy though? Cryer, uh, Ben Cryer. <clears throat> See, that's not nearly as good as Cryboy. Uh, no, it's not. What, what I'm saying is that I'm at least as funny as mean middle schoolers. Yeah, hmm. you are. So this you is also a... look like a mean middle schooler. Well, that's because I'm I'm short, covered in acne, and horny in ways I do not understand. I also think it's the red hair in a buzz cut. It's yeah, it's the red hair in a buzz cut. It's that I'm wearing a shirt that just says "Little Zan" on it, uh, and you know I'm wearing um, Skechers. Yeah, light up Skechers. And I have a SpongeBob bikini bottom watch, and a Bubba the Love sponge. Is that from something? Bubba the Love Sponge, uh, so he's literally the guy who videotaped the Hulk Hogan sex video. What? And he like you you can hear him in the background like giving encouragement, I believe. 
like talking. Go get him, Hulk. Yeah, he's like he's like it's like he's giving the direction. Oh, we Hulkamania. Oh, we. You know the average Hulk <laughs> Hulk Hogan fan. Ooh wee, he's gonna put him in a headlock. <laughs> Ooh wee, give him the chair. <laughs> give him the chair. Give him the chair. They just whip out a fucking electric chair in the middle of the ring and straight up kill somebody. It, you know that is a I thing. I know okay. it is, but every time I hear "give him the chair," I think, you know, let's kill someone. Yeah. I think about how much I support the death penalty. Every time I hear "meet me in the pit," I think about uh, meeting that person in. The pit, a.k.a. hell. Ah, I think of meeting them in the pita pit that's near my house. Um, anyways, yeah, so this is the words. Word, this is the words. This is the word. This is the word of God. This is the gospel. Um, the good word. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, amen. All right, now that we've got that sponsor out of the way. Uh, by the way, part of this episode, the front half of this episode is sponsored by Jesus Christ. <laughs> so um, He's getting back out there. He is. Uh, he had a lot of really raunchy copy for us to read, but... Yeah. Um, this is sort of his reconnaissance. Yeah, this is his reconnaissance. He is really raunchy copy, and like you know that normally we're fine, like saying fuck and stuff. But he had the N word in there a lot. It was weird to read. It was, that it was for like a Jesus. Quentin Tarantino script. Yeah, it was a lot like a Tarantino. script. Do you script. think Jesus thinks it's okay to say the N word just because he had some black friends? I think Jesus thinks it's okay to say the N word because he had exactly one black friend who was scared to tell the, all the white people they shouldn't do that. Was it Paul? It was Paul. It was. You can't see it, but we're both nodding. We're both, yeah, we're both nodding. I know it's not great radio, and to the readers at home, I'm sorry for that, but it was a really good moment for us, I feel like. Yeah, no, we connected. We connected. Honestly, yeah, and and I would suggest to anybody who was disturbed, uh, perturbed by that to go to our YouTube channel, where we because we videotape all these episodes. Now, right. I did find out, I don't know if we mentioned it the last time we recorded, that the angle we use is always that porn one of balls. <laughs> it's just the underside of my thighs yep. and my balls slapping back and forth he, on the pop filter on this microphone. Yeah, because Ben moves a lot when he's recording. No, um, I'm aggressive. We have to do a lot of editing, to a lot of stuff in post to, to clean that up. Well, I mean... You can imagine how much work it takes to get those videos on YouTube. I can only imagine how Ben's balls taste. That was another thing that Jesus wanted us to do. Uh, yeah. Really, he's really into Rascal Flatts. Really on that. Yeah. That's what like Rascal Flatts. Anyways, this is a podcast where we take headlines from the website R Not The Onion. That's on Reddit. That's a subreddit. Mm-hmm. We take those headlines and we turn them alchemy-like into... Is that... Is that Spontaneation? That's Spontaneation's thing. We turn them like... Oh, wait, sorry, let, let me, so, this is Between the Lines, and we are Bitten Kreider, or, fuck, this is Between the Lines with Bitten Kreider and Edward Matthew Chernetsky. We're the second part. Is that what you were trying to go for? Yeah, but there's something also, like, we take blank and turn them alchemy-like into jokes. Yeah, I Ah, uh, no, that's, that's, uh, my brother, my brother, and me. Hi, welcome to a podcast where we rehash the, the catchphrases of other podcasts. Hey, before we, before we move farther into... We're like 20 minutes episode, in now, Yeah, we're we? 45 minutes in, and we're not even started. We'll start recording now. Okay, so, um, blah, 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 funny joke. We should, this is only kind of me joking, because I think it's funny as shit, just do a podcast about other podcasts, just go down that fucking rabbit hole, and then we can do episodes of our own podcast about our podcast about other podcasts. Yes. And then the government will hunt us down with drones. <laughs> and I've always wanted to The FBI wants to know your location. Well, fucking, hey, man, stop, stop reading the teleprompter. The FBI always leaves me on read. They always leave, they always leave me on, on my feet again. <laughs> 
they pulled me up. They, they, after I fell in the well, right, the FBI pulled me up and they said, Eddie, why do we fall down so we can get back up again? <laughs> and then uh, and then he turned into a bat and flew away. Okay. Is that how that went? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, so can I finish you? describing this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're, we are three brothers. We take <laughs> headlines from the subreddit R Not The Onion, which is a collection of headlines that seem like they should be satire, but are actually just a reflection of the awful, weird-ass fucking reality that we're living in now. Really quick, Ben, uh, you actually, and we'll have to take it from the top, but you made a mistake. Uh, let me, I'll, I'll go ahead and fix it. Hi, I'm Scott Ackerman, and this is the show where we talk to interesting people. Uh... <laughs> I run Earwolf. <laughs> this show is written and produced by me, Aaron Mankey. I, I'm sorry, I'm Aaron Mankey, and this is Between the Lines. Welcome to Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. I'm Matt Besser. I don't know how to do Matt Besser's voice, and I don't want to try. Here's what else you need to know today. We are the Daily. We are the Farmers. This is just word association at this point. Is it any worse than what we normally do? I guess let's finish. Describe the podcast. You do it because I know you can do it really fast. Okay. Hi. All right. And we'll start recording now. Now. Hi. Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Edward Matthew Trunetsky. This is my beautiful, wonderful co-host, a bit in something middle name, Kreider. It's Charles. Um... (laughs) This is a this is the world's first best and only podcast. This is a podcast where we go to the subreddit, not the Onion, which is a <laughs> subreddit where they have uh, uh, headlines that look like real headlines that look like there should be satire, but they are actually real and just reflect the awful hellscape that we live in. The way we handle these headlines is we pick one, we just kind of talk about it for a little bit, riff on it. We take another headline, we do a long form narrative improv scene based off of that headline, uh, and then the coup de gras is we take two headlines and we do a long-form narrative improv scene connecting the first headline to the second. And then I burp off mic. And I'm back. Oh, hold on. I gotta take this. Let's stop recording real quick. Click. Hello? Hello, Edward. This is your doctor. Oh. Oh, oh, god damn. Yeah, what is it, doctor? Um, you missed your appointment today. Is everything alright? Uh, how honest can I be with you? Hmm? How honest can I be with you? I'm your doctor. You're legally required to be completely honest with me. Is that? It's in the Hippocratic Oath. That makes sense. Uh, wait, hold on really quick. If you're a cop, you have to tell me. Are you a cop? I used to be. All right, that's fair. Um, why? Oh, uh, I wasn't at the appointment this morning because I was too busy getting ready to record my podcast. Click, fuck you. And let's record again. <laughs> Click. Welcome to Between the Lines. <laughs> Do you think we can get through the uh, the title sequence five times today? <laughs> Did I cut you off before you were done? No. Uh, Did you? No, I, we didn't get to the interview part. And then the oh, end, okay, we yeah. never think of a good ending, so we just cut to the actual BTL news feed and they do an interview. Yes, that's what we do. Great, awesome. We got through the intro of the podcast. All right, and we can start recording now. now. Welcome to Between the Lines. Between the Lines. Uh, are you pulling up a headline right now? No, I'm working on it. Okay, I, I had it up, but I didn't want to. Why don't you still? Oh, you have one? No, I didn't have one. I just had the like website up. But oh, okay. Well, then down. you pick one. Okay. Uh, we're going to pick our first headline. We're going to pick our first headline. I'm sure that was fucking bracing to listen to, but the viewers at home will get the wonderful, wonderful visual of that sound being kind of muted in the background and Ben's balls flying around. 
Um, uh, in the meantime, I will fill space with my funny anecdotes about uh, my time spent on public transportation. So the other day, I was watching this guy drink a bottle of Listerine. So this is and... from the NBC Bay Area. <laughs> uh, this is from the NBC Bay Area. Um, and the headline is Monterey Bay. That's fun to say. Ooh, I Monterey Bay. Fun Monterey to say. Bay. Fun to say. That's the headline. It's just Monterey Bay. Fun to say. Uh, no, uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium tweets picture of, quote, thick, two C's, uh, end quote, otter, gets backlash. <laughs> Has science gone too far? This uh, otter is thicker sexy. than your girlfriend. <laughs> I like to think that the aquarium didn't just tweet, like, this is a, okay, because, like, I say thick about a lot of stuff with two C's, and it's not ever, like, it's very rarely, actually, it's never directly sexual. Yeah. I've never looked at a person that I'm like attracted to and been like, "Damn, she thick," and been like, "This, that's my boner time." Yeah, I'm like, it's just the thing I say about like that pizza is thick. Yeah, I'm like, man, that ruler, fucking thick. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, it's, just it's, a it's like it's just a, a like a positive. Yeah, you, you know, it's like dope at yeah. this point. It's like dope. Yeah, um, but but I like to think that they called it thick and then went into detail on how they'd fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's what I was gonna say is like statistically, one person who works in every zoo, aquarium, whatever, one of those people is a furry. It, do you statistically? Uh, oh, 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 wow. Ben is pulling one out of those people some charts. He's got a projector set up. Yeah, the there. This seems there to be is science scientifically to back this up. actually backed up. Wow. Listen, if you what are sexually attracted... for the fucking, like, clip art picture. <laughs> There's a lot of clip art of, like, anthropomorphic animals with dicks. Yeah, it's mainly dick, if I'm it's being honest. It's mainly dick. That's a... That's... Even the women have dicks. Yeah, that's a thick dick. There are feminine penis. Yeah. Oh. Look, let's be honest. Aren't all penises feminine? If you I'll... shave them. Yeah, because otherwise, why, why do I want to suck them so much? <laughs> Because you're a big old virgin. If you watch too much porn, you got I'm porn brains. Such a huge virgin. I'm a huge virgin, and it's gotten to the point now that everything looks to me kind of like a Maplethorpe, just glistening cocks running around. A Maplethorpe pic- took pictures of like dudes' veiny, throbbing penises, and like other stuff. But like, why like, do you know that? Who is this? Is this an artist? Yeah, it's an artist. Um, I think I heard it from Thomas Lennon on a podcast. He mentioned Maplethorpe cocks, and it just stuck with me. Huh. Yeah. So okay. that's otter, do you think? Oh, yeah. and uh I and to be clear, that wasn't a homophobic why do you know this? You're an engineering student, you shouldn't know anything about art. Yeah. What uh, Look, I'm an engineering student, so here's the things I don't know about. Art, how to read, um social skills, what feet are, uh how to fuck. How to fuck? Can I fuck? <clears throat> the question that Actually, this is one of the few questions that I, I have an answer to that other, most engineers don't. Because most engineers constantly have to ask themselves the question, can I fuck? Right. That's the first semester is like theorems yeah, on it's, it's, whether one can or cannot fuck. It's sort of a Schrodinger's cat mm-hmm. because obviously they're never going to find out. Because if you're an engineering student, you're a virgin yeah, for you're life. You're not ever going to get Yeah, like so it. you are both really great at fucking and the worst fucker of all time at the same time until you open the box so to speak mm-hmm. and um the the box was opened for me fairly early in my life was it was, wasn't it so let's do a quick recap for the people <laughs> who haven't heard so previously on between the lines 
previous uh between the lines um so here's a quick recap so when i was six um my doctor told me that i couldn't fuck he took me into a room with my my mom was there when we got to their the, to the first room then he took me alone into another room kevin spacey was there the doctor told me medically i can't fuck Kevin Spacey looked disappointed and left. At that point, Ed Harris came in and made it super clear that there would be, like, violent repercussions should I fuck, both legally and medically. And then, oh, and also, I, of course, remember that day. It's frequently discussed because it was September 11th, 2001. So, what happened almost immediately after is I fell into a time rift. Is that canon? Was it a time I, rift? That is canon. Cool. I fell into a time rift, and I went back to 1945, December 7th, where um, I got a second opinion from a different doctor uh, who also told me I couldn't fuck, and of course, that is why that day lives in infamy. Yes. So, we're all caught up. Who? Well, is... I mean, we haven't talked about the oh, third day. Oh, the third day? On the third day, he rose again. <laughs> Well, I meant I meant more specifically uh, April nineteenth, oh April nineteen ninety five, the day you were born. Oh, um, in Oklahoma City. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I was at the Oklahoma City uh, City Hall, and uh, I was I was in there, and I was getting an opinion from a lawmaker <laughs> as a baby, right? Because I so I fell back into the time rift, <laughs> and I ran into myself as a baby. Luckily, I was a baby, so I couldn't like ever remember it. Right, but now that's so there's time no loop, paradox sure. there. Yeah, there's no paradox because they can't recognize it. Yeah, but um, I was just there as like another observer. I'm still six uh, in this because <clears throat> the time rift. Um, I was there talking about the legality of the not being able to fuck thing. Right, right. You were standing on the opinion. street corner, just kind of talking to anybody who showed up. Yeah, and I had helped earlier in that day. I had helped a guy load a bunch of fertilizer and gasoline into the back of his truck. Um, <laughs> When I was on my way to the uh, to, to to talk, <clears throat> and I was in there, and like he, this fucking lawmaker, he dropped a bomb on me. <laughs> it was so bad that like it felt like the room was shaking. And what he said was, "You for sure can never fuck." The room shook, like plaster fell down from the ceiling. A bunch of kids died, and then I went to a time rift. And we'll find out what happened after that on the next episode of Between the Lines. By the time we're 30, and we're still doing this podcast in my headcanon, your inability to fuck will have covered every major tragedy in the United States since its inception. Just wait till we get to the Indian stuff. So, um... (laughs) I cried all the way home, and you know what they called it? But it was crazy because I was just crying one tear because on the way out of the doctor's office I saw a fucking can on the side of the road. Uh, uh, No. (laughs) All right, so we covered day four. We'll save day five, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Fucking Um, Jesus. All right, let's get to the second headline now that we've uh, got all the... Yeah, now that we've... Got the the fluff out of the way. Now that we're ready to get down to brass tacks. All right. Talk about some, like, funny shit. I'm going to pull up the headline this time. Cool, yeah. I figured since you were the one looking at your phone. Does this mean I have to fill up space? Yeah, fill up some space. Um, Has anybody ever noticed in in the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven, they, like, immediately show dog hell, which is 
fucked up. Like, it's just like, don't name the movie All Dogs Go to How Heaven. How many times are you going to go to this well? At a- Every moment of my life, I think about it constantly. It's It fucked me up for such a long time, because like, I remembered as a kid, because I didn't remember the movie All Dogs Go to Heaven, I remembered Dog Hell <laughs> is the thing that stuck. Not like fucking Burt Reynolds in his like dog bathrobe. Oh, Ben is laughing at a headline, so I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> All right, well, here's one from our great state of Oregon. Um, it's from OregonLive.com. Might notice a little bit of a theme here. Oregon Zoo otter, known for slam dunking and self-pleasuring, dies at the age of 20. Oregon Zoo otter, known for slam dunking and self-pleasuring, dies at the age of 20. Oh my god. This is going to be a long pause. To the viewer, to, sorry, to the readers at home who are watching the live stream. Eddie has his hands on his head. I he looks I, he looks like he just had his mind blown. Yeah, for real? Something had, like I think my the course of my life just changed. Like hearing that headline. Well, now you have a goal to oh. be the next otter? Wait, sorry. I guess the so the viewers at home, uh, the readers at home, are viewing this. Um, so I guess we do actually have to describe what I am doing physically because still the only image you're going to get is Ben's balls just flying, just around. flapping. It's like a big old bat wing. He has a he has one weird shaped nut. <laughs> well, well, there's the two nuts, but you know the scrotal sack is stretched so wide and thin. Well, it's because it's because we use it as a canvas, <laughs> so right. we can paint billboards. Yes. Yeah, we staple Ben's sack and the rest of his body to billboards to advertise our new business. Um, Aperture Zero. Aperture Zero. Oh, God. What a project that we left behind. If you guys need any cinematography yeah, if you guys, videography if work. If you guys need two dudes with two DSLRs and no experience, call Aperture Zero. Hey, it's in the name. Zero. <laughs> Aperture Zero. Zero experience. That's what the zero stands for. Not zero scruples. Zero scruples. We will film a snuff film. Zero scruples, two scrotums. And that's what we staple to the billboards. <laughs> so, oh, that's right. We already read the fucking headline. Yeah, let's get into the scene. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to thank you for the... If you could make it a little spookier, the music. Thank you very much. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today in remembrance of a kind soul that... I'm sorry, normally I maintain my composure better, but... Well, I I was also... John, if you could maybe keep it a little less light. Maybe, maybe... John, John? If you could... If If you could... Huh, sorry? Okay... The piano part's fine, I guess, but if you could get the trumpets out, please. I didn't ask for an orchestra, we wanted just an organist. I need the full symphony for the full effect. I wrote this concerto specifically for Ollie, the otter. Alright, I'm going to get back to it. I'm not going to say sorry because we told you just to do Moonlight Sonata. I didn't write Moonlight Sonata, though. I did write the Empire Suite. Hey, John, come over here for a second. Yeah, okay. 
Hold on, let me put my hand over the mic. Yeah. Hey, John. Yeah. Hey, motherfucker. Yeah. What? What? This, this otter, this beautiful creature that's sitting in this casket behind me, open casket. Yes. Which... He looks lovely. He does. They... I told them to get a smaller casket. It's open, but it's just his little tiny body kind of fucking slapped up in the middle. But that's not the important part. Look, we are here not for your... Look, everybody knows you're John fucking Williams. We all get it. We all fucking love you. I love Star Wars, obviously. What about Harry Potter? Yeah, that was also good. What about Indiana Jones? Okay, see, this is the problem. We don't... I don't... We're here for... We're here for this otter. We are here for him, not for you, to ask for validation. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. So just play Moonlight Sonata and get your fucking dick out of your hands, John. Okay. I meant that literally. Get your dick out of your hands. I'm sorry. I thought it would be respectful to Ollie, you know. You'll get to do it when we have the jerk-off ceremony. Okay, That's at the end. After the slam dunk contest. Yeah, after the the slam dunk contest where we... I'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) Dearly beloved. (laughs) Dearly beloved, this is Moonlight Sonata accurately playing. Okay, I get the feeling we're only going to get about the first eight bars repeated. So, dearly beloved... (laughs) I'm done. Okay, John. That makes sense. I get it. it because I'm it, going home. <laughs> wait, John. <laughs> I guess no musical accompaniment. All, honestly, it seemed a little hard logistically to begin with. I can do it. Can you do Moonlight Sonata? <laughs> uh, I, I don't really listen to a lot of pop music, but I can try. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. Hey, uh, sir, can you come over here? Yeah, oh, what's up? Yeah, what can I do for hey, you? Fucking Kurt the Frog. I've uh, been told there's a resemblance. Well, you have a, you have a. I mean, I guess it could be a king thing, but you have a human hand going into your felt ass. Uh, yeah, yeah, it would seem so. Okay, so okay, so no explanation as to why that would. Okay, okay, I just wanted. So, I don't know. I, you so know, you are Kermit the Frog. I mean, my name's Kermy, and I am a frog. I guess you wouldn't call yourself Kermit the Frog. I just call myself that, Kermit. That'd be me, or like. Kermy. That, no. that, that'd be like me calling myself uh, Jeshua the Human. Yeah. Is I Jeshua guess it would be like that. The Hebrew for Jesus. Like, yeah. Cool. That's I that, am that's Jewish, why I, so it's... Uh, that is canon. Kermit, yeah, Kermit. Well, I'm... Uh, I'm opening the mic. Uh, just so it's canon. Kermit the Frog is Jewish. Okay. And back. Um, yeah, okay. Well, uh, actually, you know that rainbow song that you do? Right, uh, every rainbow has green in it, and I'm green. You had the first two lines down exactly as I remembered, and then it just got better from there. All right, so what you're going to need to do with that is I'm going to finish this little speechy thing, uh-huh. and you're going to have to harmonize Okay. with that song. Okay. Okay. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Remember a life well lived and well handled. We are okay. I can see Kermit in the corner getting ready to a big bellows. Kermit, you got <laughs> you feeling I'm just it? Just getting ready, like you told me to. It's you were just billowing up as if like a balloon was filling with air. I was just ready for you to let it rip. But uh, no, it... I'm waiting for your cue. Oh, for my cue? Okay, right. All right. Um, this is sorry. This is a little bit behind the curtains for the. Okay, you know what? This is getting a little off the rails. We're here for Ollie the Otter. Woo! Ollie Oop! Yes, Ollie Oop. 
So, what we're going to do, um, because we've already started to kind of run over time for how long we had the church thingy, um, that's what you call these, uh, since we're running a little low on time, we're going to kind of skip through some of the talky bits, and we're going to get to the first of the Acts of Remembrance, and that's the dunk contest. Now, you might notice that while there are lots of basketball hoops around, there are no balls. Some of you, I think, have already beaten me to where this is going. We're going to use Ollie. Oysters! Oh. Sir. Glenn, an otter. You like the oysters. Sir, you have to turn to me. Don't, don't, you, don't yell it at the back. Those people know what's happening. They, no, I'm over here. You got to look at me. <laughs> so you said oysters, and then I'm not joking around. I didn't hear what the second part was. There's an otter. He used oysters to dunk. Okay. Yeah, but we're gonna dunk his limp little body. All right. Cool. Hey, what's your? Actually, can you? Oh, I'm gonna go, can you come over here? Yeah. What's up? What's your fucking name? Alan Jefferson. I swear to God, dude. I swear to fucking God, if you interrupt me again, if you interrupt me again one more fucking time. Hey, whoa. I okay, will... look. I was hey, really are you, close are you related with to Ollie? Huh? No. <laughs> what? Sorry. All of you people sound the same to me. Um, all of you people sound the same to me? I kind of regret bringing you up here, if I'm being honest. Uh, do you want to go... Um, Back to my seat? Go sit down again, yeah. Yeah, sure. that sure, sounds sure. good. Uh, we should um, we should meet up in the parking lot so we can hash this out like men. So, um, yeah, so it's the dunk contest. Now, we'll all get a turn to take his limp little body and forcefully throw it down through a regulation 10-foot rim. But, and I'm excited, and I cannot wait to hear his voice once again in my ears. But, guys, to initiate the dunk contest, we have the 2001 All-Star Dunk Contest winner, Vince Carter here. Vince, come on in. Vince Carter. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Hey, Vince. So, uh, hey. if you could just... Uh, so, um, I have the telephone booth set up over there so you can put on the Superman cape. Uh-huh. Okay. So, if you could just... Um, uh, uh, that, that, that guy who I just yelled at um, earlier. Oh, you mean Alan? Yeah, hey, Alan. Um, hey, Alan's cool. Yeah, yeah, he is. So, uh, Alan, actually, to, to kind of make repar- uh, reparations here. Um, would you like to help Vince with his dunk? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, cool. Um, so, Vince, you're going to go into the phone. You're going to go into the phone booth. Um, put on that Superman cape. Yeah, uh-huh. you're done with that? Yeah. Cool. And so what we're going to have is we're going to have Alan. Um, he's going he's gonna to inbound the pass to you so you can then dunk the otter. Yeah, I know through, what that uh, means. Through the hoop. All yeah. right. And like a Superman. Like you remember the between the legs Superman kind of dunk? Yeah, you go around the world, turn it backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something like that. For sure. I, I've watched that recently. Um, and you obviously know what we're talking about because you were there. I'm a big Superman guy. Yep. Classic Vince Carter catchphrase. All right, yeah, so you go ahead and you get in that telephone booth. Uh, Alan, come up and uh, don't grab him directly out of the casket. Let me let me pick up this otter. Be careful with him, you know. Got a lot of memories attached. Is it Alan talking? Sorry, I can't see it. I'm looking too deeply into this otter's eyes. I'll, I love that otter like a, like a son or a boyfriend. Oh, boy, yeah, we're not going to get into that, but that is some stuff. 
talk about. Do you love sons and boyfriends the same way? No. We, we know, see at this point as the as the uh, preacher is talking to him about this, he is rocking this dead otter like a baby in his arms. You know, I raised him at the zoo. He inspired, he inspired my first fursuit. Okay, so the so, wait, oh, so the fursuit's like a sex one. Huh? So the raising the otter was yeah, the raised, sex part. And I raised the, Ollie and, like he was my own boyfriend. Okay, so this is where we're running into some... This is really taking... Like, I feel like Vince is getting... He looks upset in that phone booth. Uh, it's kind of cramped in here. Yeah, and we locked the door from the outside until, so you don't get out too early. I, I'm very large, and this is a, a routine-sized phone booth. Yeah, we should have gotten a bigger one. Um, Sorry, Vince. Look, it's all right. Um, Alan. Yeah? I'm going to need you to... We The preacher is now trying to burp the dead otter over your shoulder. I'm just going to need you to take good care of him while you're doing this, Okay. Yeah, like it was my own. Is I'm, you've seen the you've seen Vince Carter's dunk contest, yeah? Yeah, I've okay. seen a lot of Vince Carter. Come on, burp, burp. Uh, so, um, yeah, so you're just gonna inbound it the same way. You're gonna it's kind of like an alley oop. You're gonna bounce it for him so you can jump up and grab it. Oh, All right, like an alley oop. Yeah, like an alley oop. That's exactly exactly what, what we're doing. To do. right. So I'm just gonna oh, and we ollie. the preacher balls up this otter into like a surmount. Simulacrum of a simulacrum. Simulacrum of basketball. My little sweet baby boyfriend. Hey, hey, hey! The public jacking off is later. Okay. Okay. All right, right. Vince. All right, and let's go. And so uh, we see Vince Carter emerges from the phone booth, starts running down the court. I'm coming for you. We see Alan is raising Ollie over his head to. Bounce him off the ground for an inbounds pass. Vince Carter goes to jump to grab Ollie. Ollie yeah. has not bounced off the ground. He is an otter and has just skidded bloodily across the floor. Oh, no. Vince Carter catches open air, whiffs on the net, and just lands on top of Ollie. Yo, that's pretty gross. All right. Um. So, I guess it's the public jerk-off session now. Cool, let me whip it out. Hey, we never did my song. Oh, yeah. Hold on, Kermit. Sorry, I'm just looking at Vince Carter's dick. It's weird. Oh, my God. It looks like a tree branch. Like, like it's really... got... Yeah, it's got, like, a fractal pattern. A completely different shade Vince, than the are... rest of him. Vince, are you okay? Yeah, man, I always look like this. So, was that you started mumbling into... Yeah, man, it penis. always looks like this. It always looks like this? Yeah, it always looks like this. Okay, well, um, I guess I uh, just jerk it to completion. That's uh, that's that's command for everybody. Kermit, play us out. Oh, it's hard to be a rainbow when you're green and the rainbow's not. Oh, pot of gold. And scene. <laughs> what? <laughs> How is everybody calling me? I wasn't trying to do Kermit, like, ever. During that, like I mean, after you acknowledged me as Kermit, yes, it's I, th- I think you're like, um, well, I was just back here, and then you 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 said that's Kermit, and this isn't like actually, it's probably closer to Kirby than what whatever the fuck I was doing back there. Yeah, it was it was kind of like you were doing Kermit but without using any of the like. Like, uh, 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 I, lodestones? What are those called? The thing, like the touchstones. Well, so here's the thing. I'm not super familiar with the Muppets. Somebody 
drop their Diet Coke bottle cap on the ground and is going to bend down so they can't talk into the mic first. That was a really dramatic timing for you to drop that. Yeah, that was like a da da da. Yeah, it was you, you know, know it was and it was really loud. It was so loud it was like, you know, you know when you're in an open mic and somebody tells a joke and nobody laughs and you drop a quarter and oh, everyone God. can hear it. That's really funny when that happens. Or you know how like sometimes you're at a you you might be at I don't know like an open mic and you think you're killing it but then from outside you hear somebody who's rediscovered joy after their wife has died. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be fucking back. Sponsor break. Sponsor. Hell and heaven both stillborn. Their apostles, bitter, unformed chunks of flesh in a cosmic slaughterhouse trough. You alone stand in the stained embers of a ruined world, a crumb left on the floor of a banquet hall. Above you, shadows on the other side of the clouds twist and fumble in ways that make your nose hairs twitch with evolutionary panic. You stumble through the rubble of both your home and your reality. The kitchen table has grown an exoskeleton and another pair of legs. The toaster no longer exists in the third dimension. Your socks are breathing. As the collective scream of your entire genetic ancestry reaches your lungs, as your body disintegrates in the seas overrun by a forgotten god's digestive acids, as time itself ends in horror, agony, and disgust, reach for a Newport menthol. Because even when there's no time left, there's still time for a Newport. And record now. Welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Edward Matthew Trinetsky, and this is Bitten Kreider. Why didn't I get a middle name in there? Oh, uh, okay, and we'll stop recording? Stop. And so you said it's it's Charles? Charles, yeah. The first name is Benton. Benton Charles Kreider. Kreider. Okay. Yeah. All right, and, and yours is Matthew. It's um, it's Eddie. Oh, sorry, Eddie Matthew, not Matthew Eddie. Okay, yeah, we're good, we're good. And then the middle name is actually Matthew, not Matthew, not Matthew Eddie. Right. So my my name, if you yes. say it, is Eddie Matthew, not Matthew Eddie Chernetsky. Right. And okay. the middle ones are all hyphenated. Okay, right. and we'll start recording. Okay. Start recording right now. now. Okay. Welcome, Welcome back to, to Between the lines. lines. I am Eddie Chernetsky, and this is Charles. Okay, and stop recording and click. I'm so we sorry. We were really close on that one. So no, sorry. no, no. It's okay. We were really close. Is there like um? Is there any mnemonic you have for remembering your own name? So uh, my, my initials are BCC. Okay. Um, you know, BC stands for Book Before Christ. Um, and then, uh, or is ACE is after common era. So I say BCC is before common Christ. Okay. okay. Um, and then, you know, okay, just kind of okay. go from there. Cool. And yours is EMC. It's MC, like the MC bring the party. That's me. EMC. Yeah. Or you can do like Einstein equals MC squared. Okay. Okay. So, and, uh, recording and welcome to welcome Between the Lines. Between the Lines. You say my yeah name? no um it's uh with with my how uh, my friend the the other guy who does the podcast with sorry hang on can you stop yeah okay and stop recording what do you call it when I call what when 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 you do the the podcast with me 
What do I call it? What do you mean? Yeah, like what is what is your title? I call it bad day. I don't no, no, no. What's your title? Oh, um, doctor. Doctor. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm doctor. Can't fuck. <laughs> okay. Right. And Thanks. recording. And welcome to Between the Lines. Welcome to Between the Lines with with Edward. Uh, sorry, Doctor Edward Matthew, not Matthew Edward Chernetsky. And this is my co-host Jesus. Fuck. Stop recording. All right, stop recording. Okay, okay. so I can't do before Common Christ. You can't do just, before I, Common I Christ it. if that's not going to work. Um, books cause cancer. Books Books cause, cause cancer. cancer. Okay. okay. All right. Are you ready for this? All right. This one will for sure go right. There's yeah. no... There's literally no way. I'm going to say it three times in a row right now. Bitten, Charles Kreider. Bitten, Charles Kreider. Bitten, Charles Kreider. Books cause cancer. Book cause cancer. BCC. Okay. I fucking... Have We've it. got this. All right. Edward, Matthew, Chernetsky. Okay. Ready, set? One, one, two, three. And we're Welcome recording. Welcome back. I, oh, sorry. Oh, stop recording. Okay, so I'm going to say one, two, three, and we're recording to let you know that you've okay, been okay. Okay, okay. So, one, two, three. Okay, and stop recording. Sorry, I forgot to say it that time. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, and recording. Welcome back to Pod Save America. I am Scott Ackerman, <laughs> host of Earwolf Networks, and this is my co-host, Paul F. Tompkins. Don't know why I said it like it was a surprise. This is where it gets crazy. That's a stuff they don't want you to know joke. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to stop recording. Okay. Um, I did that one on purpose. That makes sense. I just, um, I just looked at the, I just looked my finger really loud. I just looked at the timestamp on this. Yeah. And I think we were actually recording all the stuff before... Oh, so you, like, just stopped the recording? Like, just now? Yeah, so I, I just... So, this is going to be a little bit complicated because of all the times that I've said I've stopped the recording. But you know how, like... Can you make a flowchart for me? Okay. And then, um... Oh. Ring. And then I brought some props right here. Oh. I guess we can talk at a normal volume. We're not recording. Yeah, yeah. So Those are nice. Yeah. So, this um, is my menagerie of yeah. items that demonstrate... puppets, huh? Lot of lot of puppets. Now that's both because I think that's a wonderful teaching tool, and I like the feeling of being in something's ass. Huh. So there's my puppets. I got my flowchart. Um, we. I, wait, wait, wait. Can I? Oh, what's, uh, what's at the bottom of this? Oh yeah, if you dig through, you can find, there's a little puppets. there's a little um, surprise in there. Oh my god, it's it's a case of Montucky cold. Montucky cold. This one's snack. empty. It's only empty because we drink it all. Montucky Cold Snacks. There's a horse on the can because we're gay for horses. Yeah, Montucky Cold Snacks. We're not afraid to be homophobic anymore. (laughs) In 2018, hell yes, baby. Being gay is good. (laughs) Now we're into it. Things change fast here in Montucky, but you know what doesn't change? That we're funded by (laughs) Al-Qaeda. The only thing that stays as tried and true as Montucky Cold Snack is the hatred between the countries of Iraq and the United States of America. Montucky Cold Snack, mission accomplished. Montucky Cold Snack, we got him. <laughs> Montucky Cold Snacks, ISIS is over, apparently? Zero brew 30. <laughs> Zero do dirty. Uh, Montucky Cold Snacks. Montucky Cold Snack, Lone Survivor. Montucky Cold Snack. 
back before we rehabilitated our image, we beat a Vietnamese immigrant almost to death and called him some real abusive words. Montucky Cold Snack, the only beer to drink and drive your Gran Torino with. Montucky Cold Snack, the only beer that could have stopped 9-11 if only it was on the plane. All right, and we can start. We can start recording now. <laughs> All right, welcome to the back half of Between the Lines. I'm ready for some headlines. I think. Did we do our names? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> really quick, I am. Um, I am. What's a funny Spartacus. joke I could do here? No, I am Spartacus. You are Spartacus. I'm Farticus. So say we all. All right, and that's our names. I am Battlestar Galactica, coming at you hot from the cold seat. Jesus, Jordan, twice. Oh, I shouldn't be talking on the hot mic. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, actually, I guess this is my time to shine and talk about some stuff. Um, let's see. When I was, like, a little, like, a little kid, I, um... I would just eat sticks of butter, like, a lot. Um, and I did it at home mostly, but there's, there's like, a certain point in my youth where, like, my mom started packing me lunches. Um, and sometimes, and, like, they were, they were in, like, the, the, like, insulated bags, right? So, like, cold stuff stayed cold. And one time, not sometimes, just it, was, it just happened the once, I um, took my habit of eat, I was like, oh, I'm going to bring myself a snack in this, this bag. And so I just put a full stick of butter in the... The lunch, the lunch bag, lunch box, I guess. And then I, I took it to school. <clears throat> and let me tell you, kids in Loudoun County are not super forgiving if they see you straight up eating a stick of butter in the cafeteria. Um, I moved out of that school less than a year later. Yeah, what's up, Ben? I got our headlines. Hell yeah. Let's do some lines. <clears throat> this is from foxnews.com. The only, real quick, the only news source I trust. Right. Yes, Popeyes. very right. Popeyes launches emotional support chicken carrier at Philadelphia Airport. There are so many specifics in that. Again, Popeyes launches emotional support chicken carrier at Philadelphia Airport. Is it at Philadelphia Airport? At the Philadelphia Airport. Yes. Just important verbiage for later. Yeah. Um, And then your second headline is... Man who stood in line to rob bank wearing mask and gloves wasn't queried because staff thought he may have a skin condition. Mask and gloves? Mask and gloves. Just, yeah, read, read both of them again for those. Man who stood in line to rob bank wearing mask and gloves wasn't queried because staff thought he may have a skin condition. That's from the telegraph.co.uk. All right. <clears throat> um, all right. Uh, <clears throat> Hey, it's me, uh, Billy Joe Jordan. I'm here to, I'm here to direct the campaign. We're all aware of it. We're trying to use kind of uh, subterfuge esque words here, so as not to let people know exactly what's going on. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I got ya. Yeah, that's why I like you, Sandra. That's why I fucking like you, and that's why you are getting the privilege. Of man in the support cannon. Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're gonna launch this emotional support chicken at the airport. Let's do it. I'm psyched. Are we just doing the one, or can I do, like, 
four, five. Sandra, hold the fucking phone right now. I'm sorry. I'm getting no, no, ahead no, no, of myself. No, 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 you're not. I want to tell you, and all the other fucking grunts in here can look at this happening. Sandra, that's the fucking kind of go-getter attitude that gets you pumped, gets you all the way to the fucking top here at Blackwater. All right. Yeah. All right, so, um, you know, go go kill some people at that airport. Oh, boy, what a hot topic. You know, if I wasn't just a Popeye's worker, I would probably know what you were talking about. But mostly what I think about is chicken. Yeah. So what I'm talking about, just to make sure it's clear to everybody, is we're going to launch the verb to fire through the air from a cannon. Right, I got that The emotional support chicken. Yeah. At the... Do you know... So we're domestic terrorists. Was that not clear at the top? Popeyes is a domestic terrorist organization? Oh, so, oh, oh, Sandra, oh, my sweet girl, oh, my God. Wait You've been doing all this work, and you did, wow, no, we're a splinter cell. Did you not know this location was a splinter cell? No, I thought this was, like, a different franchise. I thought this was, like, a promotion I'd gotten. Sandra, God, you are the most beautiful-minded thing I've ever met. I I Thank want you, you as my... Well, I put a lot of makeup in my ears. God damn it. Another one of those classic witticisms, boys! Eehaw! Eehaw, baby! Oh, Sandra, we are a splinter cell here to promote the takedown of the American government, <clears throat> those infidels. You've heard of ISIL, Yes. I've heard of ISIS. ISIL is the... They, so they went through like a couple of names. ISIL's just for whatever reason the one that stuck. Anyways, we're like that, but um, it is no religious thing. It's mainly... Um, <laughs> so the Secretary of State has... <laughs> Oh, me can you about hold up a second. I'm trying to get some lipstick out of my hair. Oh, yeah, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. God damn it, Sandra! Shit, damn girl, fuck. That's some funny shit. Uh. Anyways, so we're uh. Yeah, we're uh, we're not like a religious fundamentalist kind of a thing. It's more that the Secretary of State owes me about three hundred dollars. Only three hundred dollars. I mean, like, I make that in, like, a month. I could get it back to you. Damn, Sandra, stop bragging. God, guys, this is the kind of go-getter we want in this organization. If you guys could more frequently bring up how much you make in a month... Oh, hell. Goes Sandra? to my car, mostly. What was that? Goes to my car, mostly. Okay, I'm gonna need you to walk me through how that... What that means. I mean, like, I spend most, like, it's like $300 a month, so it, like, mostly goes to my car. Oh, so when you said $300, I thought you meant that was, like, disposable income post. (laughs) No. Well, Sandra, look, as long as you're here under the Blackwater Splinter Cell of Popeyes that is a domestic terrorist organization, we're going to pay you pretty good. You're going to get $750 an hour. (laughs) All right. Do I still get to keep the leftover chicken? No, no, that is not for pores like you. That is for uh, upper management. But Sandra, damn it, do I love your attitude. Yee, hee, how, baby. All right, go shoot some chickens at some kids. Cool.
Cut to the office. <laughs> Cut to the State Department office three weeks later. <sighs> Sir, do you have a moment? Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, come on. Let's do it. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Am I interrupting? No, I'll tell you. If it's important, then you're not. If it isn't, then you are. It is important. Okay, what is it? We've received another threat Fuck. on... The, uh, this time, it's the Denver airport. They... We just, we never thought to defend outside the airport. Right. You would think, like... You would think, but we never, we never, look, and I'm going to confide in, what's your name? I'm sorry. uh, Gregathy. Yep, you are a white guy from D.C., Gregathy. Look, I'm going to confide in you. We never thought that they'd get that, they pulled such a heist, and we'll flash back to that soon, to get the plans to build that chicken cannon. Well, they were supposed to be buried underneath Dulce Base. Well, fucking Reagan's dumb fucking corpse <laughs> saw well, plans for something that he thought that like I guess his ghost thought was supposed to be eco like environmentally friendly and so he just fucking dozed it all. Hmm. Yeah. You don't think that that could have been a part of the Star Wars system, do you? A chicken cannon. Well, I mean... Chickens do become deadly, deadly objects once they reach uh, gravitational max speed. Ah, uh, yes, with the terminal velocity? Yeah. Yeah, they... I, I, hey, look, I am your gopher. I'm not a scientist, okay? I You're a man, Gregathy, not a gopher. Sorry, I'm a little torn up gophers remind me of otters and I lost a good friend last week and oh I'm sorry it would I was at the service and it was beautiful up into look you can find that information it's open source um look the chicken cannon might have been part of Star Wars I don't ever remember seeing it on the Millennium Falcon but it almost it, like it definitely could have been sir I feel like that was a really easy joke oh no, I was sorry. This fruit basket, I'm just grabbing low hanging fruit from the trees outside. Uh-huh. I was, uh, I guess I must have accidentally just metaphorically grabbed that one. Is this a confusing metaphor now? Yeah, Can, really do you is. want the fruit basket, by the I, way? I'll take the fruit Hell basket. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, there you go. I don't feel good eating meat anymore after all the videos, you know, from the attacks. Yeah. Cut to uh, one of those, uh, cut to a YouTube vlogger doing a reaction video. <laughs> Hey, what's up, fellas? Welcome back to Danny Boy's YouTube channel. Top tier, like, subscribe, smash that replay button, am I right? <laughs> Anyways, today in Wacky News History, we are bringing back the story of the Black Ops Splinter Cell from uh, Bob Jangles that has been attacking all these airports with chicken launching railguns. Yeah. Hey, check out some of this footage. Oh, my chest. Oh, the humanity. Wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Play that back. Let's see that one. A uh, hen. Oh, the human. Oh, my chickens. Whoa, that carnage certainly isn't poultry instead of poultry. Anyway, it's like. Slap that like button, smash that face in, kiss your mom. 
I am also super racist and fascist for some reason. Honey, come downstairs. We have to talk shit about the new Zionist movement. Okay, Ma. Uh, cut back to um, the, the Denver airport. Mm-hmm. The, the Denver, Denver airport. airport. All right, Sandra. Yeah, are you ready, Billy Bob? Did you just call me Billy Bob? Is it not Billy Bob? I've been calling you Billy Bob this whole time. Honestly, look, Sandra, I I just, I guess I kind of ignored it. For, so my actual birth name is, in fact, Billy Bob. But all the kids at school refused to call me that because of our hero, Billy Bob Thornton. And they didn't think that it's kind of like how you can't be named Christ pretty much anywhere anymore on account of how that name matters. Well, this is my middle name. Oh, Sandra Christ Trump. <laughs> yeah. Weird. No relation. No to relation either. at all. No relation to Donald, but a lot of relation to Adolf Hitler, from what I understand. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I haven't so done my twenty three in me yet. Let me get back to my backstory. So none of the kids would call me Billy Bob. So they all called me Billy Joe Jordan. I never remember. Oh, oh man, your initials were BJJ. So like they a blowjob job? They didn't start as B. They started as BB. They started as like, hey, BB. But then they turned into blowjob J. And that's what they called me. We were the... So... <laughs> my... Uh, oh, boy, I'm getting some real memories. So my middle school, our mascot was the Blue Jays. But they always, they would sometimes... They'd beat me up and they and they put me into the suit and they'd call me blowjob J. <laughs> Wait, not black and blue J? I feel like that would have been better. Well, because the thing... The whole point was that it was blowjob J was my initials. <laughs> right, but, like, they beat you up and then they put you in the costume side. I don't, side I don't think the be beating like up black was... black and blue J. I mean, like, that's a good note for them. <laughs> But do you have their number or anything? I totally. I actually stay in touch with almost all of them. They text me like vile shit to this day. Here, give me their number. All right, it's um eight five five eight five five seven five seven five three three. Okay, I just sent them a text saying that they should have been more creative with their their bullying names. Yee-haw! Ah, damn, Sandra, you almost got me into a damn tar pit of my traumatic early childhood memories. Huh. Every so often I wake up in a blind, cold sweat, screaming, I'm not a blowjob, Jay. I'm not a blowjob, Jay. And that's how I killed my first wife. Um, anyways. Should we shoot these chickens at this big tent airport? <laughs> yeah, shoot the chickens at the triage and then go to the airport. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, well. Cut back to State Department. Oh, God. Greg, Greg, I think. Yes, sir? I mean, you're just standing in the door. I I have to assume you have news. I just... I do. Um, You left your phone in the other room. You just got a text. I was just bringing you your phone. Yeah, um... Perfect. Here, do you... Yeah, oh, your Blackberry. Sorry, it's so hard to reach across this. I, it's it's a very big, long well, table. Can I slide out of the way? you the phone? Can oh, I this... just slide it across the table? Oh, oh, no, take it back. You just slid it into the fruit basket, and I can't... Well, it is a Blackberry. That. It seems like that's where it should go. Do you want to add to the basket now? Low-hanging fruit? 
It hit it again. Stop doing that. I'm sorry. Here, just take it. Okay. Jesus. So much harder than it had to be. All right. This unknown number. I have an iMessage of an unknown number. Okay. And then let me type in my code. I am penis. At least you do longer ones now. Hmm. I should have been more creative with my insults with no context surrounding it. Do you think this is... Do you think this is a threat from... Hey, have we... Wait a second. Did you... What did you say about the Splinter Cell during your latest press release? Um, well, I think I actually have it queued up on the TV, so let's just... Senator! Senator! Yes, hello! Hello, hi, I'm the Senator. Yes, what What are your comments on the, uh, the recent string of uh, poultry terrorist attacks? Well... We still don't have enough information to make any real conclusions. We know that they have some agenda that I don't fully understand yet, but I can say with full confidence in every ounce of bone matter in my body that these attacks resemble like some idiot named Blowjob J that I knew way, way back in... um, in middle school, is it was his kind of brand of ins- he once he once let me tell you this kid once my dad was driving me to school and he assumed that the car was our pet and so he kept throwing hmm. live chickens at it to try and like make it veer off the road but he was I mean we just we killed like twenty chickens that day so it seems like kind of his mo fascinating all right well that really does shed a light on. We do have video footage of these these terrorist attacks, oh, did obviously. You, oh, yeah. Uh, I see you've wheeled in the AV cart. Yes. Uh, oh, uh, that's the wrong VHS, I think. I think you're putting in the wrong VHS. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's the wrong... That's, that yep, is that a is, cooking show, okay? Yep. All right. Oh, that's wellness. Here, put that one... Okay. No, 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 no. It's, it's the how, one with the red tape. How are these ordered? These are ordered so... No, it's... Listen, I have my own system. It's a terrible system. It's I have my own system. Okay, okay. It's the one with the red tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, yes, okay, now, so, so we do could... have video footage of the assailants. Can you positively, I know he's wearing a mask and gloves, but can you positively identify the terrorist as BJJ? All right, uh, well, press, press play, it's just, just had the Oh, I'm sorry. Now, yeah. I think that's just a guy with eczema. Sorry? That, 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 that's, just, that, that's definitely just a person with eczema. Uh, that, that regardless man, of whether that, they have eczema or not, they are loading chickens into a cannon and shooting them at the sides of the Los Angeles airport. I mean, you can't draw any conclusions from that. That could be anybody with a skin. That 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 they don't necessarily have any connection. Look, people with skin conditions can be doing anything. Most people with eczema just use like a lotion or something. They don't wear a full mask and gloves. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we going to shame people? For their issues, like that's clearly just a person suffering through a kind of hard time. Do you have any? Although other... it does remind me of because uh, there was that. Uh, yeah, we'll just turn this into a normal conversation while we're out here. Uh, cameras are rolling, are they not? Who knows? So but this is live. This is fuck it. Let's just do it live. Things are bad now, you know. Like who gives a shit? Um, but I will say oh, to rabble, you, rabble, rabble. <laughs> I will say to you, rabble, rabble, rabble. That um, just poor, per, that that poor skin condition damaged person has 
a very similar look, vibe, and is the same person, I'm pretty sure, as the one that was unfortunately caught in that bank heist. Just right in the middle of it. They're the ones standing up on all the security footage, I assume because they didn't know when to get down because the cloth on the hood makes it harder to hear. That's what you think? Yep. You think that was an innocent man with a skin condition who was arrested? Oh, I made them pardon him and let him go free. Really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Do you think this might be the guy that you pardoned? Oh, no. Yes, I mean, it is, but that doesn't matter because they're not doing anything. They just have a skin condition. He's clearly loading the cannons with chickens and firing them. Well, the shorter this, one and the this shorter This conversation mask. starts to kind of go into slow-mo as, as the uh, reporter's talking. And we see dozens of feathery contrails flying towards the press conference. And just before everything fades to black, we hear a cacophony of... And scene. 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 Yeah, so that's the thing that happened. When I was talking about putting makeup in my ears, mm-hmm. I was I actually had my pinky finger in my ear just to like, you know, do the physicality thing. Mm-hmm. And then as a joke, I was going to be like, uh, I'm licking it. Mm. And then I accidentally actually licked my actual earwax covered finger and I got so grossed out I lost that joke entirely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the readers viewing this at home Unfortunately, you couldn't see it because it's just that close-up, tight shot of Ben's balls. I'm sorry. What can I say? Has it been more than three times we've returned to that? I think it's about six now. So I think it's we got a rule do- of nines. Yeah, I think we got rule of nines. Yeah, you can you can use a joke as many times as you can kill a cat. Yes, <laughs> that's the and that then, old classic phrase. Yeah, there's more than one way to kill a podcast. Yeah, and we found a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, it's about time for us to take our leave and shoot you over to the uh, BTL News Desk. I don't think we have enough time to go through our benefits package if you give us Venmo us money. Just send us some money. We'll do some yeah, shit like, for you. Just, it's kind of like Russian Roulette. Because yeah. one of the options, it's a weird amount of money. It's, not, it's, like it's in cent values, too. But if you send us that much money, we will come find you and kill you. <laughs> Dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, follow us yeah, and like ben us on all the things. keeps submitting differing amounts of money in the hopes that we have to kill him. Yes. Uh, what follow saying? us and like us on all the things. Uh, send us an email at creaturecomfortcomedy.gmail.com. Yep. At uh, gmail.com. That pretty much covers it. I swear to God. I swear to God, Eddie. No, I'm just pausing for plane tone. Right, is, there's is, a plane in the I, back. Is that a plane? Yeah. Wait, is it a plane or... Is that my wife? <laughs> well, we'll end this podcast the way we always do with our classic sign-off phrase, the one we say every, every time. time. Every single every time. Single, every single. Every one. Every single time. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three. I'm Mark Maron, and welcome to WTF. Do I come down to, to where WTF. you work and put your dick into my mouth? TL News Studio in Portland, Oregon. It's BTL News.
the only fake news that knows it's fake. Welcome back to the Between the Lines newsroom. My name is Benton Kreider, your anchor for this evening, uh, filling in for myself because I am a hollow, empty shell of a human being. With us tonight, celebrity chef and just all-around generally wonderful guy, Tony Danza. Hey, 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 everybody, it's, uh, it's me, uh, celebrity chef Tony Danza, um, no relates, me, the famous Tony Danza that we all know and love, hey. I, How are you doing, Tony? Hey, uh, I've been better, you know, uh, you know, you, uh, I might sound a little, you look a little surprised the way I sound, I used to sound kind of like, uh, like a kind of, like, fancy kind of gentleman, like a guy you'd expect to run a fancy restaurant, but, uh, you know, uh, things done gone pretty sour in my relationship and life, and I've been kind of, right. like, left out, but, uh... Oh, I heard you right, got, I, I heard you had a head injury, and you, you woke up with this accent. Yeah, 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 I, I took, uh, I took a fucking railroad spike right to the dome, so I, uh, yeah, I ran right through my dialectical centers, yeah. I used to have a French accent, but, uh, this is what I sound like now, I'm Tony Danza. People well, Tony... used to think it was weirder, actually, when Tony Danza had a thick French accent. <laughs> Well, Tony, I can't thank you enough for being with us here today. Um, you're promoting your new cookbook. Yeah, I'm promoting. Well, I mean, yeah, go buy the cookbook. The cookbook is called "Hey, I Need Money." My wife, you know, I did decide to prenup, so I, I, I'm destitute. That's the name of the book. Um, oh, and the and the in this parenthetical, and it says thirty recipes to uh, make my my wife Sandra. Please come back. Please, please, please. I miss you. Um. Yeah, so but so I'm kind of promoting that, but uh, mainly what I'm promoting is um, my uh, my lifestyle segment, my you know like celebrity chef segments that I became pretty famous for. It's the reason I got all the deals through the cookbooks. Of course, yeah. I make sure people know that I'm still out there doing those. Well, you used to have the the one on the View, and then you had the the other one on. Um, what, what what was the the stunt show or not stunt show? It was punked. Punked. Yeah, right. I, would, I would tell you lifestyle chef tips on punked. Ashton Kutcher would make, like, Topher Grace say the N-word or something, and then I'd be like, you ever wanted to have risotto easy at home? Um, <laughs> it was a bit of sticker shock. I, whiplash, I believe, is what people called it. But uh, And remember, again, when I was doing that, thick French accent. <laughs> Wait, there was one other show. Was it Ridiculousness? Yeah. You had oh, the... no, so I didn't have a segment on ridiculousness. There's a video on ridiculousness of Topher Grace after he said the N-word on camera. Shoot me in the dick. <laughs> and then I tried to do a six skateboard flip away from it. And I broke the board in half on, uh, on the curb and it just went right up into my gooch. Uh. And Rob Deerdeck said, hey, that's a spicy of me to ball. Because <laughs> one of my nuts had dropped onto the ground. <laughs> So, that's uh, yeah, really uh, tough. I'm so sorry to hear about that, Tony. Yeah, but uh, anyways, I just wanted to, um, if you wouldn't mind terribly, you know, it's not quite a break from the interview format. Feel free to ask questions as you think of them, but I... Um, yeah, no, we've got a whole kitchen area set up here for you. Yeah. We've got all the ingredients you requested all laid out just like you wanted them. Uh, we're, we're all set to go, Tony. Uh, Thank you so Feel much. free. Go ahead and take the reins. Right, this is so your I'm show. I'll just, just watch. All right. I'll just. All right. I'll, I'll, I, I'm gonna be Hold like on. the. Let me kiss you. Like kiss you lightly on the mouth. My. Oh, oh! Finally, something that doesn't taste like garbage for once in my fucking life anymore. Hey, uh, I. You know, I speak a little Italian, so. Oh if yeah, I, can throw... I always speak French. Like I said, this accent is not my natural accent. 
Pasta the spicy pizzoli. you meet the balagans uh, thing from Rob. That was because again, that was when I was still French. That was you never very... had French meatballs. Well, I mean, I've had some French meatballs. If you know what I'm saying, yeah, I went to college. I did some du- stuff with dudes. Nothing wrong with it. Um, I met my wife while I was deep inside of her uh, lover. Anyways, um, oh yeah. <laughs> so let me stare down the barrel of the camera and ready, set, go. Hey, everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. No relation, I'm the famous... The Tony Danza we all know and love. It's me, Tony Danza. All right, so what I want to do is uh, I might be... Your people might remember me for, like, trying to give you fancy recipes that maybe you could do at home. But now that I am destitute, I thought maybe I would do some uh, a segment for people who might not be well off enough to try and even make fancy stuff, right? So here's Tony Danza's advice for cooking on a budget. All right? So... What's the number one problem with cooking on a budget is you can't get fresh food. Right. Yeah. Organic uh, 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 produce is always very expensive. Yeah, it's, produce is expensive trying to get your, your meats and stuff, not trying to just eat stuff out of the TV dinners and you know maybe you want to do something a little special for yourself, right? Um, so the biggest problem, right, is that, you know, they're perishables. They go bad, right? You know, you buy, you try and buy enough of them to keep up and, like, stock your pantry and your fridge or whatever, and then... Um, you know, you, you, you go to eat it and it's bad, right? And so the way, the first way, the first step of the Tony Danza um, poverty eating experience is you're going to have to um, get past. So your body has a lot of evolutionary um, ways of handling spoiled foods and you're going to want to, you know, get past that. So as I say at the top of all of my uh, cooking uh, 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 sessions. Is Always go- use... Condoms. Condoms? It's the number one. It's what I say at the top. Kids, don't raw dog, all right? You don't want no babies running around because sometimes you got too many babies running around and your wife finds out about them. And Sandra, I'm so sorry. That was a long time ago. Anyways, the other thing I always say is you're going to want to go ahead and um, put a pot of water on a, on a, on a, on like a boiler kind of a thing. Oh, you I can do that. I'll, gonna, I'll do that. I'll yeah, be your assistant. Yeah, go ahead and turn here. on the, uh, no. the stovetop there, yeah. All right, so... Your number one uh, problem, right, is that meat goes bad, and you can tell your body has a lot of ways to get around it, right? So the first, the first line of defense your body has, right, is uh, is is sight. So you're gonna want to go ahead and blindfold yourself, all right? And you can see I brought this kind of spoiled meat. If you want to do it, I understand if you don't. Oh, oh wow, that is rancid. Okay, actually, you can you can step over, and I'll get through some of the steps of the process. I don't want to make you have to deal with it if that's if that's okay. a problem. Yeah, for you. that would actually be great. Okay, so anyways. So what you're going to do is uh, you're going to put on this blindfold and then, um, you know, you want to get the sense of smell out of the way, right? So you're going to take something you're allergic to. Um, you know, I'm allergic to cats, so I brought this dead cat I found in the alleyway that's my home now. I was going to rub that on my nose. And now I can't, no, I can't smell so good, right? And, um, all right, so you're going to, you got the pot of, uh, the, the uh, pot of water is boiling, so you're going to take it off the burner, right? And, um... You're going to want to go ahead and take all of that ground meat, that rancid meat, and you're going to want to just throw it into that hot boiling water, all right? Now, while it's off the burner, you're going to want to go ahead and burn your fingertips off on the stovetop, all right? Uh, this sorry. Is, sorry? Yeah, you're going to want to go ahead and burn your fingertips off on the stovetop, right? Because while you're here, you can't afford to get fancy foods and stuff, but there's a law that no ju- no jury in the land can convict a man without fingerprints. Now you can steal whatever you want, commit whatever crime you want, all right? Is that? That's what I've done. Look at my fingers. Yeah. Oh, 
those are just I've done you, it a bunch. You didn't disinfect those ever, did no, you? No, these things right here, they got there's li- there are lives being lived inside of these. Yeah, these I can contain see multitudes. Them. They are pulsating. Yeah, I think one of them has developed like a primitive form of sentience. Sometimes I talk to it. You know what it says to me? It says to me, hey, Tony, hey, Tony, what you're doing is right and smart. And I always say thank you when I kiss it. So wait. Yeah. Is its name Danny? Is his name Danny? Yeah, because you're Tony. How did you know that? <laughs> well, because you're Tony. Yeah. You're Tony Danza. Uh-huh. So it would make sense that Danny would be the name of the finger thing you talk to. You know, Red Rum? Oh, Okay, yeah, that was good. That was good. That was super good. I follow along with it every step of the way. Anyways, I'm going to deep throw this finger real quick. All right. Hey, Paul. Hey. Can we edit this out? Oh, yeah, we can get rid of this. I'm Paul McCartney. Thanks, Paul. Oh, yeah, so I'll gobble ghoul. Tony Dancer is back. So what are you going to do now? Uh... Is you're gonna so now at this point the meat's kind of boiled over, it's a little bubbly, right? Um, you're gonna want to just drink. You're gonna wanna just drink it straight because you know you you can taste when things are um, you know like when they're bad, when they're when they're you know spoiled. So you're gonna want to go ahead and just kill all of those nerve endings, right? All right, cool. So after you do that, you're gonna wanna um, well you're probably gonna want to go to the hospital, right? But you can't afford to do that because you don't got no money. So what you're going to want to take advantage of is something called the veterinarian's gambit. Now what this is, is you gotta, you're going to cut the, uh, the tendons behind both your knees so you're now on all fours. Because the veterinarian's gambit states that um, a veterinarian has to treat anybody who tricks them into believing that they are an animal, alright? It's just laws, you know, you got to take advantage of them. Alright, so, at this point, though, you're probably bleeding pretty bad. Probably don't feel super great about what you've done, right? And now you might also be thinking, like, hey, if I'm going to trick them into thinking that I'm, uh, that I'm, like, an animal, don't I need, like, a person to bring me in? That's true. That's where the con man's gambit comes into play. Now, what that is, is you want, you're going to want to go out and find about seven to eight raccoons, alright? You're gonna st- you're gonna end up piling all these raccoons into a trench coat, and they're gonna be a facsimile of a human person to bring you into the veterinarian's office. Now, unfortunately, raccoons do not, off the top, know how to speak English. So what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to spend like two to three weeks teaching these uh, these raccoons, you know, how to uh, how to how to speak uh, how to speak English, some rudimentary, uh, you know, like uh, skills, right? But at this point, once they've learned those things, you know, they got their hands, they know how to talk, they probably formed some alliances, they're probably going to try and revolt. So in this situation, what you're going to want to do is something, a little something called the Capulet's Gambit. So what this is, is you're going to find another group of about seven to eight raccoons, and you're going to introduce the youngest raccoon of that group to the youngest raccoon of the other group, and you're going to make them unlikely lovers. And you are going to have to be involved, because raccoons do not like to fuck if they don't want to fuck. So you're going to have to kind of do some animal husbandry stuff. Now, this will work pretty well until um, about one week later, these two raccoons have left, like, kind of a trail of death and destruction behind them and will have killed themselves over each other. And now you just got a bunch of angry raccoons who know how to speak basic English coming after you, right? 
And so, you know, you're going to want to have to, you're going to kind of back up. You're going to be stuck in the woods for a while. You're low on blood. You're being attacked by raccoons. And you're going to pop out of the woods into, like, a major street, right? A major thoroughfare. And all your neighbors are going to be like, uh, hey, is that Tony Danza, celebrity chef, the famous Tony Danza that we all know? Didn't I see his balls get chopped in that by his skateboard? And why is he fighting off uh, all these raccoons who are calling him a fucker or whatever, you know? Um... And when they do that, you know, they're going to see that. They're going to call the police, you know, and the police are going to come. They're going to beat you up pretty bad. They're going to they're gonna put you in traction. they got to take you to the hospital because of that, you know, and then uh, and then they send you to jail. And in jail, you get three square meals a day for free. So that's how you cook on the Tony Danza budget. I'm Tony Danza. Cool. I totally tuned out towards the end of that. Something about Gambit from X-Men. Yeah, no, I, uh... Like, I know I asked if, if it's cool if I was the one who was doing the stuff because I didn't want you to eat the rancid, spoiled meat. But, like, I couldn't help but notice, and I feel like the viewers at home definitely noticed that the majority of that time, no joke, for about the last four minutes, you were just on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was trying to figure out there's some new meme, something about Big Chungus. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out what that is, what oh. Big Chungus is. Oh, yeah, I'm sure, uh. yeah, I believe that, but, I mean, maybe you don't want to say that while you, the people at home can see the porn on your phone on camera. Oh, it's not porn, it's like a really fat rabbit. Okay, yeah, um, but why is that also, fat yes, rabbit yes, I know, by the time that this airs, yes, it will be a dead meme. I'm, I, I'm in our new right now, it's fine. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Tony. Uh, thanks really for talking to like us about the X-Men. It really felt like I was alone out there for about the last four or so yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. thanks for talking to us about the X-Men. It felt X-Men. like I was rambling with literally no, uh, no feedback to know how the rambling was going. Well, it seemed like you had the speech prepared, so. I only a little. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's, it's almost as though I ran into you at somebody's house, let's say, a month ago, and you said you were going to do this on my show, Conservatively, I'd say this was about three months ago. This has been in the works for quite a while. I've been poor in the streets for a while now. I keep resubmitting videos to ridiculousness, but they tell me that they can't accept homemade videos. And it's like, well, then why the hell am I smacking myself in the nuts with all these items, you know? Yeah, great question. I took a, I took a fucking Toyota Camry to the sack earlier. A whole Toyota yeah, Camry? I lost a leg. <laughs> That explains a lot of the limping. It explains a lot of limping. Most of the limping. It also explains why this kind of loose pant leg is wriggling around like I got three little friends in it. Still haven't figured out what Big Chungus is. Um, All right, well, that's about it for Between the Lines News Show. Um, I'm your host, Tony Danza. This dumb motherfucker's on his goddamn phone. Bye-bye. Um, let me sign off with my famous catchphrase. The rats are good for eating.